You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to your Wednesday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Wednesday, October 19th. Yeah, no. If he can, if he can go this week, he'll, you know, we'll we'll get him in there playing. Um, just want to see how he does during during the week, you know, practice and see how it feels. But yeah, if he can get back in, he can. We'll let him play. The Chiefs travel to San Francisco this week, the West Coast, to take on the struggling San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers sit at three and three on the season, and the injuries continue to pile up. Only six weeks into the year, last week alone. The Niners were missing star defenders in Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, and Jimmy Ward. They've also been without star left tackle Trent Williams since week three. They even saw right tackle Mike McGlinchey and former Chiefs and now Niners cornerback Charvarius Ward leave Sunday's contest due to injury. This coming week, after the Niners lost cornerback Emmanuel Mosley for the season with the torn ACL, they added defensive lineman Javon Kinlaw to IR, with a knee injury, so they're hopeful he can return this season, but you get the picture. The Niners are dealing with a ton of injury problems, and maybe that could make this a slightly easier matchup for the Chiefs. Kyle Shanahan did add they hope to have Bosa and Williams available for this week's game against Kansas City, and as you heard at the top of the show, Andy Reid seems optimistic that we could see the much-anticipated return of first-round rookie cornerback Trent McDuffie. We also know for a fact linebacker Willie Gay will return this week from his four-game suspension, so we're hopeful the Chiefs' defense will get the help this week. It was missing Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. Bolton's got such a good feel for for the game that I think you saw even more maybe of his leadership when when Harris came in. Although Harris is very smart too, so and Chanel is that's a that's a pretty good group there. So, but you got to see him perform with other guys, and he's very close with Willie. They've known each other a long time, so they're very close. And uh, it, it was just a little different flavor. Still very productive. I think just adding Willie back in there is another uh, another good athlete into that mix, and that, that never hurts. So we'll look forward to getting him back in there. There was plenty of debate on Monday about the play of Nick Bolton on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. While there's varying points of view on the Chiefs' second-year linebacker, we do feel confident in saying that we expect the entire defense to get a boost this week with the return of Gay. Prior to his four-game suspension, Gay looked primed and ready for a breakout season through the first two weeks. On Sunday, he'll look to get back on track against a Niners offense that struggled this year, but still has plenty of weapons to test his Chiefs unit. With the return of Gay, the Chiefs will be able to move Bolton back into his more traditional role on defense, and hopefully we'll see a boost to the whole linebacker unit and the defensive unit as a whole. You know, I thought we did a good job. When we didn't get there, we we at least blocked a few 
throws. And you're not talking about a shorter quarterback. <laughs> He's a big kid. <clears throat> we were able to uh, block a, a few, a couple of them there. We're always, you know, we'll always be growing there with it, but we seem to get decent pressure at times on them. And, and um, you know, that that's, that's an important thing that we keep getting better at uh, down the road. On Tuesday, the Kansas City Chiefs restructured the contract of tight end Travis Kelsey, creating $3.45 million in cap space in 2022. Basically, the Chiefs cut Kelsey a check up front to free up some cash so they can move around to create a little bit of room for the rest of the season. They had only had about $200,000 estimated in space prior to the move, so they needed the breathing room for the rest of the year. It's trade season as we approach week eight, and the Chiefs' pass rush definitely looks like it could use some new juice compared to some of the other units around the league and division, but this move doesn't necessarily say the Chiefs will be players at the trade deadline. It's Tuesday, November 1, at 3 p.m. Arrowhead time. The Chiefs seem to be in play every year to make a move at the deadline, and they definitely have positions of need, but for the moment, they may not have enough cash to be making a lot of phone calls. Brett Veach will find a way if there's a player they feel like they can add to make them a championship-caliber team. Yeah, we try to mix that up um, the best the best you can. You can't do one uh, all the time and, and not take shots, and you can't take shots all the time and then not throw a quick game. So I, I think he's got a pretty good feel on it. And then, obviously, when he does break the pocket, his numbers are phenomenal. So uh, I don't want to curb that, and that's not part of it. So he's got a pretty good feel on every, on the, all that stuff. There are a lot of things you can you can criticize uh, uh, when you get down to a game like this um, because it's two good teams playing each other. So there are going to be some things that don't look quite as good. And I mean, they're doing the same thing. They, they just have to win the game, but they're, they're doing the same thing. Going, man, we could have done this better and that better. Uh, but they have the W. So we're, we're there trying to make sure that we clean up our part and uh, get the things done that we need to to, to be better here. And and um, um, and so that's what, what we're heading with. But uh, he has a pretty good feel on it. You don't want to take away all that good stuff that he does and, and his instincts there and how he handles it. He's, he's pretty good with all that. We've talked a lot about the stages of NFL offensive performance throughout the year. Andy Reid even discussed a few weeks ago how these things traditionally come in waves in the NFL. Right now, the defensive side of the ball across the league is winning more than the offensive side, and we've seen a pretty dramatic drop in offensive production. Through six weeks, the NFL has seen 449 total touchdowns scored. That's down from 531 touchdowns through six weeks in 2021. So all of this is a way of saying the Chiefs offense is still one of the best in the league, even if it's a little down from prior years. We've discussed the growing defensive trend in the NFL to avoid the big play, and that means Patrick Mahomes has to settle for the short and intermediate throws more this season. He's appeared much more comfortable operating that way this year than last, and hopefully as defenses adjust throughout the year, that will free things up on the backside for some of those big plays. Yeah, so we've been fortunate to play some good defensive lines and that helps you get better and so um the guys are competing and you're gonna you're gonna lose every once in a while that that happens all throughout the league and uh, you're striving to win every battle at the same time that we're playing really good talented defensive lines i mean that's the the bottom line we have another one coming up this week so you know but we look forward to those challenges because it, it helps you it helps you down the road become better and we're andy is always looking for things to do up front to to work the protections and that. I mean, that's not going to change. He's going to keep doing those kind of things to try to uh, work according to what they, they present. 
The Chiefs have indeed faced some of the top defensive lines in football so far this year. The Buffalo Bills may be the best one in the league, or when healthy, it might be this 49ers team they are facing this week. Also, every team in the AFC West would like to plead their case for that status in the NFL. There's a lot of really good defensive fronts in the league right now, but that's not an excuse for the up-and-down play of this Chiefs offensive line. We saw them get up and look dominant against a talented Tampa Bay Bucks front just a few weeks ago. The one strong performance, which still had its moments of lapse, hasn't really translated throughout the rest of the schedule. The Chiefs offensive line is struggling right now, especially at the tackle positions where Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley are both currently top five in pressures allowed this season. Brown, of course, is playing for contract this year, and at that same time, he's maybe having his worst season ever. Kansas City has to figure something out at the bookend spots on this line to have a chance come January. They'll have another tough test this week if Bosa and Armstead take the field for San Francisco. Something to watch as we get ready for this game here on the Arrowhead Drive for Wednesday, October 18th. If you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, it's the Great British Chiefs show with our first deep dive on the San Francisco 49ers. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Red Friday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.